This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, sneaky freak, are you enjoying this podcast? Have you listened to more than one of our very fun, exciting podcasts or videos? Then consider making a little donation, a little gift to the Carolyn Campoter Fund by joining us at patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Why is she so dead in the eyes? this mean why are people always saying my eyes are dead i want to know what that means it's uncomfortable to talk about sex but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable sex talk with my mom is the best mom son podcast about sex it's the only one as well my mother is a cougar my son is a clown in a nutshell my dad died so my mother decided to create a youtube channel all about sex like all mothers do and then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines and thus sex talk with my mom was born welcome to sex talk with my mom i'm cam poter and i'm karen lee poter That's my wonderful mother. Yeah, my wonderful mother. We're recording remotely right now. I'm in Buenos Aires, Argentina. And I'm in Los Angeles, California. You try to make it sound so cool. United States of America. I'm actually in a much cooler spot than you are right now. I'm in a professional recording studio. And and I'm in the second bedroom with Buddy the dog. This will be the first time that this uh, type of conversation is recorded. Um, in this recording studio, I think. Um, how about in Argentina? And definitely in Argentina. So we're gonna, I'm gonna see how the um, all the uh, the people involved in this, sound operators, whatnot, enjoy this. Okay. Let's just dive in there with the question of the week. How about that, mother? Okay, let's do that. You guys know we start with a sneaky freak question of the week. This one was actually suggested to us by a listener named Sage. A sneaky listener. Very sneaky listener. Her question is. What is the shadiest thing you've done while in a relationship? We're talking cheating, lying, etc. We want the tea. Okay? We want the tea. This is maybe the juiciest question that we've posed to the listeners and the responses have been unbelievable. Wow. True it's like it's like true confessions. It it does feel like true confessions. Do you want to start by sharing what what the the shadiest thing you've done in a relationship, Mom? I started thinking about it, and there's been a few shady times, but one in particular was, I think when I turned forty ish, I was like uh, in a midlife crisis when I was, and I was, you know, obviously with your father in a monogamous relationship, uh, for many years at that point, and I went on a cruise with your father. And met a guy on the cruise who's a cruise director. Of course. And we just really hit it off just talking and chatting. And I, there was something very, like, familiar about him. And we, um, and it turns out he's gay. Like, not even, okay. like, not even a little gay. He was all the way on the continuum gayness. He was. McKinsey scale, ten, he's, he's a, uh, a, a seven out of seven. Ten. Think, okay. Anyway. We started having like a long distance like chat on whatever platform it was first 
I don't even know, probably, probably AOL. AOL. Yeah. It was a whole AOL chat thing going on. And I started talking to him and sharing secrets and, and your father found out and he was like, it was like, I cheated on him. I emotionally wow. cheated on him. And do you feel like you did emotionally cheat on him? I mean, there was a little like sexual tension, even though it was all done by a, by email or AOL mail or whatever the hell it was at that time. But yeah, I mean, I think I was just going through like a crisis, like wow. an existential crisis and wanted to talk to someone completely yeah. different who lived in like a different state, who did a different career, who masturbated five times a day. The I fuck? Know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> a little TMI. So, I just thought I'd throw that in. Was that existential crisis related to your relationship with dad? Or was that completely separate? You know, I think that it's it's always going to be interrelated. But, you know, at a certain, like at that point, like I already had three kids. Kind of lose yourself a little bit when you have three kids. Namely you. No, I'm just kidding. Are Um, you blaming, you're blaming me for this whole cheating experience? Well, you blame everything on me. So I'm going to have to blame (laughs) some of that on you and your siblings. All right. Okay. So I'm fully responsible for the... Okay, so wait, so that wasn't, hold on. Let me just sit there for a second. How did you move through that with dad? We talked about it. We, you know, we just, we she just said, talked. I'm upset by this. And then you, what did you say? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll cut it off. I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was going to get to this level yeah. or something. Interesting. Yeah, I did. I, I, I think I still have a couple of those emails that I printed out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I don't did, think and, I'll read them now. I'm just kidding. No. I'm not going to read it. Was the relationship repaired or even made stronger or weakened after that experience? Truthfully, I think it was made stronger. Uh, and looking back, because we were able to talk about it so freely, and I think because it was not really that threatening in the sense of I wasn't going to leave him and go off with this guy. Uh-huh. Um, but still, we were, we realized that there was an issue and that we could talk about it. So that was, hmm. um, in that respect, it was good for both of us. And I think... Um, you know, it did bring us a little bit closer because dad was so understanding about it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I love that story. That with you. Thank you very and much. And then I'd Mort. like to share another story. And oh, then God. I'm going to get to you. No, I'm just going to say on the opposite side of that, um, I was in a bar, and I might have shared this with the Sneaky Freaks before, but I was in a bar after your father passed away. And I was very vulnerable, obviously, to, you know, all the... Men coming in hot. Men were coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I go out to a bar with another one of my single friends, and you know, they, it's like they they sense new fresh meat. You know. Oh it's, God, it's, Jesus they Christ! They start circling, and this oh. one guy, this one guy started talking to me. A very attractive guy, and he knew a friend of a friend. And um, I said, "Well, what's your name?" He said, "Gary." And I'm like, "Oh my God, that was my." deceased husband's name and he said oh god he said that he was a widow okay I go, so i thought we had like all this stuff in common it was going through my head like you know here he is a good-looking guy a widow named gary i mean what is the likelihood it turns out like about it after i've talked to him for quite some time i went to another side of the bar and talked to someone and i was asking about the guy and they go oh he's married what the fuck Married. Married oh. to a dead person or married to a live person? No, married to wow. a live and well person. Jesus Christ. Wow. What a low life. 
Oh God, man, that is that's some shady I, shit right there. That's some shady, shady shit, and I let him have it too. What you said? You said that's fucked up. And I, I just laid into him, and I saw him again later on, like a month, months later, whatever, and reiterated my disappointment in his Jesus Christ and his using that. Ugh. Yeah. Yuck. Yuck. Yeah. It's unbelievable. The married men that Ye- lied to me. One was wearing a wedding ring. They said it was his dead parents' ring. It turned out it was his ring. It's unbelievable. Ugh. You know, I, we'll get to the sneaky freaks, but I was surprised by the amount of cheating and lying that was going on. We'll we'll get to them. I, I'll share my story well, let's, first. Let, yeah, I want to share your story. I think when I'm reflecting, I, I you know, I don't have so much experience like you have. Oh, so, one of the reasons is that, that you, you know, it's not like you had that many friends that are married. Right. Or, I mean, I haven't been in too many serious relationships to even do some shady shit, you know? But here's my one. So the thing that came to mind, and I've shared this on the podcast maybe years ago. I remember in college, I had hooked up with someone my sophomore year. And on our senior, our senior year... She was vacationing. We were we were all in Vegas. Me and my this girl, and then her friend, and uh, we were all in Vegas. And her friend and I were vibing, and you know we weren't. I wasn't seeing the first girl, but I I was aware. You know we've had history, right? So, yeah. so they were sharing a room, and this girl invited me. the 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 second girl invited me to back to the room. So I'm back to the room. Why? I have never heard this story before. Yeah, I went back to the room and uh, we started hooking up. And I'm very aware that this other girl is might be coming back at any time. Oh, my God. I'm very, I'm impressed. You're <laughs> fucking impressed? Yeah. Why? Wild thing. It's a wild, wild thing. It was a risky thing. I like it. So anyway, we're hooking up. And obviously, you know, with me, it's fucking... I obviously come immediate, not immediately. It might have been many. It could have been, you know, many minutes in. But at some point, there's obviously. a lot of there's a lot of fluids going everywhere. Okay. Oh, of course. And I, we destroyed. There's just one big bed in there, so we destroyed. What is the going bed. on? Destroy Why? the bed that that this girl that, that my the first that they're they're sharing this bed, you know. So oh we're my trying to God. figure out what the fuck to do. Should we take, we don't, we don't, we, the girl, we then get a text from my friend, the original girl saying she's coming back to the room. She texts her roommate, the one I'm hooking oh, up Oh, thank with. God you got that text. So we're like, uh-oh, we got to do something. We take, we strip the bed of the sheets. We already we know that it, you know, it smells like shit because you've already talked about s- that. Smells like, you know, you don't want to know. It smells like a barn. We strip the bed of the sheets. We try to throw the bed, the the fucking sheets. We don't even know where to hide it. We try to throw it out the window. We're in <laughs> Caesar's Palace. Okay. What? Yeah. This is Caesar's oh Palace. my god. We. I think I. <laughs> I think I think I tucked in like a blanket where the sheet was supposed to be, and then I just grabbed my shit and I just started running like half clothed down downstairs. And I I was. You should have just take- gone out the sheet. Uh- and the window, you should have just climbed out with like Rapunzel climbing Li- down. The I st- literally was considering that, but the window was too small. I think they expect, yeah, for safety reasons. So I'm starting to run down this these 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 staircases because I don't want to take the elevator 
because I don't want this girl to find me coming back, you know, hooking up with a friend. <laughs> so I, I keep running and somehow I just open a door and Wait, I Wait, what are up, you wearing? What are you wearing at this point? I, I went out, we went out for the night. So I'm in like, you know, like a button down, uh, you know, pants, like, you know, what I would go to, what I would wear to go out. I, uh, we were just going out, but I'm, I'm literally like buttoning my, my fucking shirt as I'm going, cruising down these stairs <laughs> And I some I just push open a door and I end up in like the bowels of the casino, where like all oh like my god the security shit is. I feel like I was getting close to like the heart of where they keep all the money. This is I felt like I was in Ocean's Eleven. I, can, I, I was, can't even believe it. how old were you at this point? A senior in college. Oh my god, you were a little pup. A little pup. Yeah, I kept imagining a little little pisher. A little pisher running through the casinos. Uh, but that was definitely the shadiest, you know, thing I've done. Yeah, it wasn't technically it. cheating. I mean, I was hooking up with someone that, you know, I hadn't hooked up with a friend for, for ages. That but. is a little bit cheating. I had a similar experience in, Va- in Vegas. A little bit. Because you, 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 I'm not cheating, but a little... You know, it it tip it was a little tipping tipping point area there. I w- it was in the gray area because the friend wouldn't have been gray. so happy. So that it's funny because it just dawned on me. I did something similar with this guy that I was single. I was in Vegas and I met this group of guys, and they apparently this that guy that I was like kind of messing around, you know, like flirty with. Turns out he had brought a date and put her to bed. Oh, and no. was down in the down in the in the club area with me, and I'm like, "Where's your date?" He, I go, "What about the girl that you're with?" He goes, "Oh, that's like a prom date." Oh my a god, prom date! He just put the prom date to bed and then came down and did some some shifty shady stuff. What the fuck is a prom date? I guess it's like you just go to the dance and put them to bed and go find some Oy. crazy ass wild chick to go try to mess around with. Oh, I do not like that mother. It was in a club. All right. I, we, I, all right. Well, can let, we move let, to the sneaky freaks? To you. Do you feel guilty about what you did? Zero. No. I, Zero I was not in guilt. a committed relationship with this girl. But she had thought that she was with you. No. Oh, it was just a little flirtatious thing going on? No, I had hooked up with, with girl I'm A. I'm talking about the... Yeah. Couple years before, there, there, we were not. I just didn't want her to see me with her friend. Oh, I thought it was just that she still was into you. No, I mean, she might have been into me, but I don't know. It was not because if happen. she wasn't into you, then she shouldn't give a shit about your friend. Her, her right, friend. right. Well, just in case she so was. Obviously, was... you were very concerned because you were like doing a Rapunzel with the sheets down the exactly. Outside of the... That's right. God, that's right. Unbelievable story. Thank you. All right, let's move to the sneaky freaks, huh? Let's do it. So if you're just tuning into the show for the first time, we send out a weekly text messages to our list a text message to our listeners. And, and we want you to be involved. We want you to be involved. Give us a text at 310-356-3920. Give us a text. We'll uh we'll we'll add you to this list. We'll send out a weekly text. No spamming, no nothing, and then we get to hear your awesome answers. And today we got some awesome answers. Let's start with the most experienced of all of our sneaky freaks, 
just by age alone, it's the elder statesman, Tom. All right, Tom. Tom says nearly 50 years of marriage, three cheats. Oh, I thought there were only two he mentioned before. I, and now there's a third. First was a one-off. Second lasted two months. And the third for almost two years. See, oh. I, always, I I'm sorry. That that's the kind of thing that that. I mean, I always thought like when I was married to your dad that I could handle if he said he had like a one night thing, a one night fling in Vegas or something like that. I could handle that, but think about a year or two. Uh, uh, that that's upsetting. It's a it's a long one. Uh, he goes on to say all cheats involve lies or omissions of truth. Wife knows about one. Not proud of them, but no regrets either. Learned from each, and they left me with some great memories slash fantasies with a laughing face. <laughs> Very interesting. I, mean, I I like I like that he said wife knows about one, not proud of them, but no regrets either. So wow. That's what that, was fantasy that's what fantasy what was fascinating to me. I, I, I could you know, I would imagine if you're if you cheat and you 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 come back from it. You, I would think you'd have regrets, but here we are. He's got memories and fantasies from these experiences. Yeah, no I don't think I don't think I have regrets either. And and the fuck, did, you, you, know, you you yeah. cheated? I mean, what, the things that you outlined were not really cheating, in my mind. Uh, I actually, I I helped the guy cheat on his wife. So ah. Well, but the guys the, that are yeah, telling was, you that they're divorced type of thing, and you think they're divorced, and you find out they're really not divorced. Yeah, but again, that's not really you. You're not doing the cheating, you know? Right. Well, But then again, what constitutes cheating, Cam? Yeah, I think if you have a little code or, with your partner and you, you have an agreement saying, hey, this is... You, every relationship is different. Some people think, you know, swinging is not considered cheating. So... You know, it depends. But it's swinging. I don't think it's considered cheating because it's usually both parties are well or into you it. Can, the, the point being, you, you, it could be an open relationship where one person is, is fucking other people and that they, they might be totally fine with, within the confines of a relationship. The point is... Well, let me ask you it, something. It's dependent what on if, relationship. What if, what if you just kissed somebody else? Is that cheating? Well, again, it completely depends on the relationship and your, your conversation with that person. Sometimes... You can you can't kiss people, and then other times you can. You know this. What if you had an affair with someone for a a year, and it's your best friend and your best friend's husband? A fuck. Uh huh. That's for <laughs> another. That's for another podcast episode. It's not me. Well, I'm just saying. Robbie goes on to say, he's lied and cheated. It's truly my biggest regret. The way I handled everything. It wasn't fair to either woman. Okay, so now wow. we got we got the other side of the coin. But like you asked me, like, did it bring me closer to dad? Sometimes cheating, although the one person is the the catalyst, sometimes it's the other person. And we and I we've talked about this with Esther Perel, or she's talked about this, and we've talked about it with um, other sexologists. Sometimes it, the catalyst is is the is not necessarily the one that is more at fault. Yeah. Yep. I mean both me both parties know. both parties are involved. Yeah. There's a, there's usually if, if someone's going to cheat it's, it's a, there's a rupture somewhere. Well, there's something leading to that in the relationship usually. 
or in the right. person's personal that, life. That's what I'm saying. Not getting out of the relationship. Yeah, yeah. or not talking about it or not going to therapy or whatever you right. want to call it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. I I don't want to always blame it on. You can't blame the victim on this one in all cases because it could just be that the person didn't give the opportunity to to open up. You know, that's what I'm talking about. But if you guys want to learn more about cheating, we had um, uh, someone on the uh, the podcast a couple of years ago who explained in detail how she cheated with a married man. So it's interesting. You should, oh, I, I forgot about you that. We remember had remember that. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, so I wish I remember her name right now, but <laughs> she went by yeah, an I alias, so I don't want to. Yeah, I don't remember her name either. But if you, yeah. uh, if you, if you look through the the four hundred and is it is it almost five hundred episodes, you might find it. <laughs> that was pretty early on, I think. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, okay, so Julia says absolutely nothing. All I have, meaning in terms of has she done any any shady shit, she says absolutely nothing. All I have for experience is a high school boyfriend and my current year-long dating slash friends with benefits situation where I have literally been worried about him losing interest or rejecting me if I tell him I want to be more than that to him since the first time we met up. Do you hear that? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, let's let's... Parse it up a little bit here. Do you want to talk about it? Well, I, I first of all, I think that if you're interested in this guy and you're scared about him losing interest, if you say you're interested in, in him, uh, I say fucking go for that shit. <laughs> okay. You know, I like if what a douchebag if he's going to reject you for expressing interest of, for wanting something more and you've been with him for a fucking year. Yeah, that's true. You shouldn't be with him if that's the case. That's no, my personal take. My personal take. Okay. You she goes like on to your personal take. I mean, do you agree or no? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you were going to get on your cougar horse on this one. Yeah, I mean, if, if someone, uh, I don't want to go. We're, it, there's a whole different subject. Let's keep going. Oh my god. She goes on to say, I wish I could have the amount of self-worth, confidence, and sense of self as those people who are able to cheat without fear of discovery or whatever. Well, why don't you just hope for the self-confidence and the sense of self and you don't even need to cheat. Just leave the bastard. Also, I don't think the people who cheat necessarily have high self-worth, self-confidence, and a sense of self. I actually think they might be... No, they be, could be just narcissists. They could be narcissists. They might be at their lowest point of self-confidence and self-worth and that's what they're trying to seek outside of the relationship. Oh, why is Guru Cam? Boom. 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 Oh, Yeah. She goes, apologies for any of this that makes no sense. I'm currently toasty as fuck. I love it, Julia. I like being toasty as fuck. I knew you liked being toasty. Thank you for that submission, Julia. Bronson says, so my ex treated me like complete shit in front of her friends regularly. It didn't take too long before two of her best friends got sick of watching it and decided to show me how they could treat me better. So I ended up sleeping with both of them, told her about it the day we broke up. She ended up losing me and two close friends. Oops, 
Don't be a cunt. Uh, don't be a what? Cunt. Oh my god. Bronson, oh. this sounds like a like a, a porno or something like that. <laughs> Somehow he was getting treated so poorly from this woman that her two best friends hooked up with him. No, oh, that's actually I think that could be a good porno. I like it. <laughs> wow, what a situation. I don't like the don't be a see you next Tuesday comment, okay? What don't you don't like, like about the you don't like the I name? Don't like you don't like word. the word? Yeah. I don't like the word. Yeah. All right. So so Bronson, please don't use a language my in front of my mother. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh Jacqueline says all of it, unfortunately. Oh, she's done all of it, unfortunately. Thrilling at the oh. time, shameful and embarrassing to reflect on now. It was a learning experience and how impactful your actions can be to others and has changed the way I feel about loyalty and self-control. Wow. So we can learn from being the, the cheater. Absolutely. She, I, clearly, she said it was one of the a shameful, horrible experience for her. But she learned from it, so there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. I just uh, think there's a lot of learning about this kind of thing until your brain is fully formed at 25. So it's one of the things that I think just has to come with experience and wisdom and self-awareness and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Agreed. Tracy says, it's not lying or cheating, but to me, it was shady. My ex-boyfriend ate me out on a golf course. <laughs> That that answer could apply to some, several of the questions this, that we've asked in the past. Like, where is the craziest place you made whoopee? That it, yeah, truly. I, I mean, I don't know on a, a golf, golf course. course. You, you no don't one have, has ever. No one has ever what? I have never heard that. We've asked this question to so many people, even comedians and anyone that's interviewed in our studio. I have never heard the golf course. It's true. I I've never heard that either. And, and talk about getting a hole in one. Woo! <laughs> Um, I would say there's something, the shady part to me is that there's not a place to really wash your face afterwards, you know? What do you need to wash your face for? He's going to continue, you're going to continue golfing with his, with fucking pussy juice all over your fucking lips and shit. You're going to stick your head in a ball washer. <laughs> that was the only, that was the only concerning part to me. Otherwise, this I fully support this. This is what you were worried this. about. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kaylee says, my boyfriend cheated on me in college, so I fucked his roommate in his bed. There you go. That's a, that's a payback. That's fucking revenge. That's a revenge fuck. It's only good if he knows about it, though. He doesn't know about it. It's it's not that much fun. You know, who cares? You don't think he found out? How is he going to find out? Uh, You don't think the roommate told him? I don't know anything about a roommate. That's interesting. You think that it's necessary for the person to know for it to be fun? No, to be vengeful. Vengeful, yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe you're right. Maybe it doesn't. Would really you ever matter. do that? Would you ever do that type of shit? I'm not that much of a vengeful person. I, okay. It depends on how angry I get. Honestly, I don't know, and this is a crazy thing. I don't know if any person's ever cheated on me. Wow. Uh, three. Long-term relationships. I don't know if anybody cheated on me. Oh wow! I hope that's. But the then case. again, I think, um, like your father was more interested when he go to Vegas in playing craps than he was having sex <laughs> with anybody. So I, 
<laughs> LJ Don't says, um, my relationship ended, but not due to that. I went on a trip across country solo for work and had a handful of happy endings in several states. <laughs> I, I don't think my ex knew of any of this, but we broke up because things did get stale. I love the massage therapists in California. They know how to treat a guy. Shout out to Temple of Bliss with a oh slam boy, of, just... with a slam effect. Boom. Wow. I, I have to say, after I received this message from LJ, I immediately <laughs> looked up Temple of Bliss. You did? And oh, fuck yeah. I think exists? I'll be... It definitely exists, and I think I'll be going in California. Oh, look at you, Mr. Happy Ending, paying for it. I mean, the people seem very professional and attractive, and they're into Tantra. It's a whole tantric experience. Oh, my God. Oh, well, I think it's it's, it's, it's 300 bucks before tip, so this is going to be There you go. It's going to be a brutal one. You and I know there's zero chance he spends a dime on that. You don't think and so? If, and if no, you'll be checking her for herpes. You'll be. You'll be. You'll be We're a not shit fucking. We're not fucking. We're. It's just a complete. You know. I. I it's handy? a tantric experience. It's a whole massage. I. It could uh, you be have good to do it. You have to do it just for the podcast. Yeah, you, you got to do it for the podcast. Very expensive. Very expensive episode. All right, it's worth it though. I sneaky freaks. Will you put money in for Cam to go to the temple? With? <laughs> if so, Texas. If. Three one zero three five six three nine two zero. LJ, Tex- you and I are going to have Temple. to have a conversation. Yes. It, what? What? Honestly, I had a massage recently, which I'll talk about when we talk about my life. But what? What's the difference between like a masseuse that like touches almost every single part of your body except your sex organs? I mean, is there a I big agree. Difference? I don't think there's a big difference. I, if I were a masseuse, I think I'd be fine touching anyone's. <laughs> Truly. Okay. Um, right. I don't know if I'd like to be jerking guys off. I'm sure there's so I'm sure there's some disgusting people that you would not want to be touching. I think if it brings them pleasure, why not? What if the person has literally smelled like shit? No, no, no. I wouldn't want to give them a massage even in that case. I know. Well, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. All right, keep going. We have so many responses, and I think we're gonna have to make this a two part episode because the, I I can't get enough of these stories. Let's I know. Do, I agree. We'll do, we'll do one more, and then uh, we'll move on to the next little segment. And let me add, if you want your story read, just text us, and, and we'll read your story, too, if we can get to it. And thus, there's going to be a part three if we get too many responses. Once again, that number is 310-356-3920. That is, that is the, first, the first thing in our episode's description, so you should be good there. Uh, Drew says... Was dating females, but hooking up with guys. This was the shadiest oh, thing that wow. Drew has done. Wow. I love the confession. I love the confessional. I mean, this should be a whole segment of the show, just the, the sneaky free confessions. And and then forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. For, forgive Perfect. me. Forgive me, mother. sneaky freaks, because I have sinned. It would be forgive me, mother. Forgive me, mother, for I have sinned. Write that down. <laughs> It's a whole new section. How about forgive me, son? Forgive me, son, for I've sinned. That's that's also true. Anyway, thank you very much to everyone who submitted answers to this uh, question of the week. We I, I loved it. And I might add, if you learn something from it, I don't know how bad it is. Well, it could be very hurtful to another person to cheat on them. Right. But, it, but sometimes 
you know, we gotta, you gotta go through some shit to learn from it. So mm, no judgment here. We, right. We're just listening to the confessions and say three hail Marys and, and, uh, and a matzo <laughs> bread too. <laughs> and, a matzo, and a matzo ball, three hail oh Marys my. and a matzo ball. Oh my fucking God. So what's going on in your life, mother? I want to recap from last week about the guy who was cheating, or who was accused of cheating on his girlfriend with me, my handyman. And I actually went out with uh, my friend who has been on this podcast, Monique Marvez, and she was going to use this story in her stand-up routine because she said the end of the story where I gave the bottle of lube to this guy and his name was Ruben. We are now calling him Lubin. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, um, now oh I just God. wanted to tell you that I've been experimenting um, with gummies with your brother. The fuck? He comes Ooh. over to watch the game, and the gummies that you gave us. Lumi gummies? Just, yeah. The Microdose gummies. gummies. Yeah. Microdose gummies. We just popped them in our mouth. <laughs> I'm sitting there reading we- every ingredient on there. I was so nervous about it. And your brother and his friend come over. They just pop him in the mouth. And next thing you know, we're watching the Bears play. It's it's, it's quite entertaining. I, I'm having a good time with it. I just thought I'd share that. So you recommend the Lumi, the microdose gummies? I do. They're a nice little buzz. And then wow. the, the, the main thing I wanted to tell you guys about. Hold on, hold on. Before we move on, if you guys want to get a discount on those microdose gummies, they ship nationwide. Microdose.com, enter code mom. I think you'll probably get like 20% off or something like that. Yeah, and for lightweights like me, it's a perfect, perfect little buzz. It's not too much, not too, not too little. Anyway, just right. Uh, I was going to tell you that I had a massage, and I would like to call this the BDSM massage because I mean I've been very, ever since COVID, I've been very like stiff and going to physical therapy and trying to loosen my arms up and shoulders up and all that. Nothing seems to be working. I go get a Thai massage. <laughs> An hour and a half time massage, which is, it was a BDSM massage. I'm telling you, she, and I'm going to show this on camera. So you guys should watch it on YouTube. I think you can see it. Look at my arm. It's completely black and blue. Let's this see that. One, first of all, she asked me if she, she should walk on my back. I said, absolutely no. And oh, the next wow. thing you know, she's like digging into my, my back with her elbow. And, and, oh, and, and at God. first I liked it. And then it, it started getting a little too intense. I almost started crying. Oh, it was, my God. And, but I knew it was going to make me feel better. So I kind of let her go for it. And the next thing I know, there's a curtain between us and the people and the guy next door. And he starts moaning. He's like, oh, oh, oh. I mean, it was terrifying hearing him. It was what not, is going I, on? I, I, he actually was like moaning at the exact same time that she was like sticking her foot into my elbow. <laughs> I don't know what the hell she was doing to me. She had me up in contorted positions. Oh my God. I've never experienced pain where my, like both arms were like shooting, shooting stars were going into Boy. my fingertips. You know oh what I'm, my you know God. what I'm, She activated nerve endings. I think that had died during COVID and they've come to life again. Oh my anyway, God. Seriously. I am like a new person. Really? I'm a black and blue new person, but I'm a new person. I'm feeling like like so much looser and less less stiff and tingly. She's she's. Oh, wow. a, I signed up another for another hour and a half next week, but I'm scared to death to go there. It's, it's like walking woman. into a. It's like going to a dungeon. 
Tina. Oh my God. She at one point says, should I step in this? And I go, what? Should I step on this? And I, I go, wait a second. She want me to get up? She goes, no, don't get up. I go, what do you want? She, she, basically, she wanted to step on my back. Oh if my she had gosh. stepped on my back, I would have been, I would right now be in like the emergency room with a broken back. I, I go, no I, step on the back. Oh, God. That was a good move. Very good, good move. move. Who, I never had a deep tissue muscle massage before. That was, that was brutal. But anyway, it was great. And I highly recommend it. <laughs> I can tell you one thing, you very, very little horniness is going to go on. Yeah, when the deep tissue is more pain than anything. You can't get any, you can't get horny when that's going on. I don't know how yeah. the BDSM people do it. Yeah, yeah. So that's what's going on in my news. How are you? <laughs> Good. I'm enjoying life over here. I had a wonderful experience on the Tigre River. And it's the Rio de la Plata. Went to a little... Um, I, I, you know, Kim, I like the way you just throw in these little Spanish phrases. Whenever you talk to me, you think that I'm like, I'm, I'm impressed. Okay. I'm impressed Thank with your you. knowledge of Spanish, but you know, Thank it's kind of like, it pisses me off because I don't know what the fuck you're saying half the time, except for gracias and buenas noches. You know, you're, you're, you're better than that mother. Anyway, <laughs> we, I went to the jungle, had a great time over there. I've started drinking alcohol again. Also, you know, that, I, pisses, that pisses me off too. I knew you would be upset by that. I am. I'm always begging you to get high, like your brother with those gummies and, and the drinking. Never. Oh, maybe I'll have a sip. Of, maybe I'll smell your wine. Yeah. Well, now no. all of a sudden you're Mr. Drinker. You know who else is upset, uh, excited about me uh, drinking again? Uh, your grandmother? Who? My therapist. Your therapist. My She's therapist, right. Your therapist my... is right. You had to loosen up your buttons, baby. That's exactly what she said. She she said I did not realize. She you had said, some "Loosen up your buttons." She said, "You had, I did not realize you had such control issues." And then she started clapping when I told her I started drinking again. I know I loved your therapist. <laughs> it, here's the thing, I I have three drinks. The, these people drink for movie. Three. And, oh yeah, three one night, drinks. Three, three drinks. I was pissing all night long. Just yeah. Running to the bathroom, pissing, coming back, drinking water, waking up, going to the bath. I mean, it's horrible. This is the reason <laughs> why I don't it, like drinking. It's true. That's why I like Quaaludes. <laughs> okay. That is why. Because Quaaludes have the exact same good effects of like feeling loose and letting loose and letting, being out of control, basically. But then they don't have the negative shit with hangovers and headaches and dry mouth and everything else. I wish we had a promo code to a Quaalude company so that people can act. You would actually. So do I, Cam. So do I. We I actually had someone in the um in the t in TikTok comments that said Ludes, remember them well. Could have filled a room with what I've taken. Wow. <laughs> See? People, I'm people not the really only one. You know, people are popping those ludes. Yeah. So you were so worried about getting a hangover that you decided to guzzle water, which I recommend. <laughs> and then you stayed up all night pissing and and drinking. That's exactly right. Did you feel good the next day? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> so maybe just, you know what I hear? If you drink tequila and drink a lot of water with that, you don't have a hangover the next day. Noted. Noted. Drink tequila instead is what you're saying. Drink tequila. It's like it's like liquid quaaludes. And here's one of my favorite little segments called Hit On or Shit On. Hit On or Shit On. 
This is where we get to take your comments and determine whether they are a hit on or a shit on. Mother- I had so many. I just thought we'd rapid fire right through these guys. All right. Here, here. You All read right. them. I'll tell you if they're hit on or shit on. All right. So Clary says, oh, my God, HBD to KLP, fabulous at every age. Okay, that's a big time hit on. It's a very sweet I birthday. Very sweet. I was happy to see that. Thank you very much, Clary. Another hit on or shit on that I really did not want to miss. Slowcart says, this reminds me of Midnight Gospel. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, that's huge. Is there a better hit on than that? That's Duncan a hit Trussell? on. That's a big hit on right there. Huge hit on. I was very happy. Next one. I don't know. Tiagana Apez said, is that Sarah J? Now, we've interviewed Sarah J. She's an adult entertainer. No, I'm not a porn star. The they, fr- they, th- they thought you were Sarah J? Yes. I don't know. That could be a hit on. It is a, she's got, Sarah J's got a lot of followers, a lot of fans. Yeah, she's, oh, she's, she's awesome. But I just don't know if I want to be, you know... I don't know. I, I'm I'm definitely not a porn star, that's for sure. I'd be a lousy one at that. Okay. All right. All right. You interpreted so shit decided... on. I'll take it as a hit on. Okay, go on. Okay. Next one is Ohio Goatman. I'll share this one. Ohio Goatman says, Is a clown show a real thing? That's a shit on. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking shit on right there. <laughs> Why? Because Yes, a clown show is a real thing. It's a very serious thing, and most people should experience one in their lives. I know. I just thought that was a, that was one you can't miss. It can't be missed either. That was good. The next one I like to share mainly because of his 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 name, Stanky Crotch. Stanky Crotch. Uh, Who would name themselves if you're coming up with a <laughs> let me let me think of a name for TikTok or Stanky Crotch? It's, that's that, that's a shit on right there. Yeah. No matter what he says. And anyway, he said, ain't no way. I don't even know what that was referring to, but it's it sounds like a shit on. That's a shit on. Anything coming from Stanky Crouch is going to be a shit on. Then we got someone from named Kittler84. What happened to the podcast with the high quality cameras? We shooting with Nokia phones now? Oh, Kittler. Oh. Fuck off. Take a look at the <gasps> fucking the 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 shit that this week we're on. I'm in a pro studio over here. You can go s- suck an egg. Also, his name is Kittler eighty four. I hope that's no relationship to Hitler eighty four. Jesus Christ, mother! Oi! All right, keep going. Two guys in a day said, "One's this is from one's brain." No, two 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 guys in a day was the the episode or the TikTok video that they're responding to. What is that? When I said I hit two guys in a day. Oh, great. Okay. I forgot. I put that one out of mind. One's Brad said, even Mutter had her day. (laughs) She's calling you Mutter? Um, Uh Even Mutter had her day. Is that a hit on? I don't know. That that might be both. Yeah. That's that's a toss up. I mean, he he could have meant like she was, she, she was. She was fun to be with then, but she's not anymore. Yeah, or right. She had exactly. her day, and she's it's she it's she's over the hill. Or maybe everyone has her day. Everyone has their day. Uh, you know, it's, either way, not good. All right, the next one is some Mister Brett. 
Is Cam hard of hearing with the laughy face? You've led him behind the curtain and he still resists. This is referring <laughs> me me telling you how to get cougars or that you should be with an older woman. You've led him behind the curtain and he still resists. What does the that curtain even mean? Being like the, I think that's the Wizard of Oz curtain. Like told, you've led I him to the well the or something like that? Yes. I don't need this fucking judgment, Mr. Brett. <laughs> Mr. Brett, that's a shit on. But the next that's a one shit on. Is, is the next one is even worse. B. Chowlin. Oh. Can you read that, please? Why is she so dead in the eyes? I what the fuck does this mean? Why are people <laughs> always saying my eyes are dead? I want to know what that means. What, what what does that mean? Like, am I like a walking dead? You've heard this before. And it, hey, it if you're listening, the fuck out. If you're listening to this, uh. Take a look at our TikTok or YouTube and just give us a comment saying that corroborating the fact that my mother is alive in her eyes. That would really help us and, out. Yeah. Go to TikTok, you guys, and sign up to follow us because we're putting the funniest stuff on there. The the, the creme de la creme of clips are on TikTok. It's Hex Talk with my mom. You got to follow us. We go live sometimes. Just do it. But mainly do it so that I am not like a, a dead eye, whatever that means. It's not good. It's not. It's a shit on, Cam. That's definitely a shit on. Well, that is our wonderful segment of hit on or shit on. Mother. Yes. Is it time for mom's news? Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news is a segment of the show where my mother shares earth shattering, groundbreaking, need to know info. What do we got this week, mother? This one is from Ed Times. Ed Times? Is it yes. edtimes.in? Wait, what is this dot in? Is this dot India? What is this? It could be. Ed I'm Times. Sure. What is what kind of source it is, is this? Very, it's a good source, Cam. And this article is from 2017. Wait, is this a website? But it's all still about, relevant. This might be a website all about erectile dysfunction. No, it is not. It's called this this. It says ED Originals. Okay, go on. Okay, 11 unusual types of alternative sexuality you should know about. I found out stuff here that I could not believe. I'm just going to run through them. Okay, there's one called autosexuality. It's a feeling, feeling sexual attraction for oneself. It's not narcissism, but rather a type of sexuality where a person is unable to feel any kind of sexual feelings for anyone other than themselves. Wow. Isn't that unbelievable? That is, I mean, it's not unbelievable. I get turned on in the mirror sometimes. (laughs) Demisexuality is attraction only towards people with whom you have bonded with. I thought that was cool. I also identify with that. So far, I'm two for two. Two Go on. What about sapio, sapiosexuality? Feeling sexual attraction only towards intelligence and other people. I mean, I, I, all of these things. (laughs) I'm not, I am not a sapio. You the dumber the better for you. I I don't like when someone's smarter than me. That's for damn sure. I'm not all that intellectual, so I, I mean I, that's not all, that, that never did it for me. But I know people that are into that. All of the so far, all three of these I've identified with. However, it's not my solo attraction. You know, right? Okay, so you're a versatile. Here's one that I can't even pronounce. It's hemiosexuality. When you have a slight, you're attracted to the sight, taste, smell of blood during sexual intercourse. Okay, so that one I don't identify with. Yeah, it's. (laughs) How about object 
objectum sexual, which is a feeling of sexual attraction towards inanimate objects, which we've heard about. Someone was attracted to a definitely. toaster. Yep, definitely. Lethal, lethal sexuality is feeling sexual attraction without wanting it to be reciprocated. Uh, I would love mm. to be that, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely want it to be reciprocated. How about zoo sexuality? Oh, boy. When you're sexually attracted to animals. Oh. That's never, oh, we know Mr. Bean would be in that one. Yep. Mr. Bean, you're a zoo sexual. Zoo sexual. Zoo sexual. With, your, with, with your sheep. We got cupio sexuality, which is feeling no attraction towards any gender, but a feeling, a, still a desiring a sexual or romantic relationship. This is my favorite one of all. Gerontosexuality, which is a feeling intense sexual attraction towards elderly people, being attracted to wrinkles, stooping, frailty, etc. Being backed by clinical research, it is considered pretty genuine and harmless when involving consenting adults. This is you with Waltrout at the at, at the rehab center, who is ninety six. Listen, Waltrout and I had a, a strong connection. I don't know what to tell you. You didn't know that you are you are. You classify yourself as a gerontosexual. Yeah, gerontosexual. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to skip around here down to that. Oh, we're almost done. All right. There's la there's only two left. Scoliosexuality, people who are not attracted to cisgender people. They look for sexual companionship among people who do not identify with their gender binaries of the man or woman, but are queer or transgender. And then there's pomosexuality, quite the perfect umbrella term coined by sex-positive netizens who are really tired of the standard normative categories of LGBTQA. That's it. No judgments. That's it. Why do you always say mom? Those because are very interesting. It, it, here's what happens. You you take this huge article and you you say it's going to take two seconds. We'll read the article. It and then it goes seconds. on for, for about 20 minutes. And then... No, it was not 20 minutes. Is that you're thinking of our next category. Are you talking about the the best segment of the show? That's what I'm talking about. Are we My, ready? We're ready. My dear friends, get get your panties get your panties ready to get soaked. Get 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 your fucking oh. mind out of the gutter. It's Cam's Uppers. Cam's Uppers is the place to be. Fun living is the life for me. Cam's Uppers. It's Cam's Uppers, the segment of the show where I get to share something near and dear to my heart, something that my mother typically finds exceedingly dull or sometimes mildly amusing or sometimes it makes you feel like you want to go out with elderly people. It's Cam's Uppers. I love it. So... I've I think I've honestly mentioned this on the show before, but it's been a long time and it's coming up for me a lot recently. So there's an author who I love named George Saunders. Have you heard me talk about him before? Did I lose you? No. What the fuck? This You're is me what? saying wrap it up. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm fucking two seconds in. Okay, there's an article. There's an author named George Saunders. He was on a podcast called The Long Form Podcast a couple of years ago, maybe a few years ago. And okay. he was talking about spirituality okay. and religion. Um, and one of the things he was, he, this is what he said. He says, you know, when you're saying goodbye to somebody at the airport that you love and you get all soft, you're like, oh, my God, I hardly knew you. You know that feeling? Mom, do you know that feeling? 
whenever you go on vacation. Oh, <laughs> you say I hardly knew you. I would think after seven years of of talking about sex on a weekly basis, you you um you know me at this point. No, do I have I had that happen? No, no. I you know the that. you know the feeling when you you're with someone and you're saying goodbye to them. It's a bittersweet goodbye. I'm going to go, I'm going to say, yes, you do and move on. So uh, he goes on to say, what if that's the truth? Like that's, that times 10 is the mode that we should exist in all the time. Then another day, you're just yourself. There's a big gap between those two people, you know? So he says, my regret would be how much time did I spend in that regular, old, stupid, habitual mindset of taking everything for granted, as opposed to this exalted state of being super tenderized to the people you care about? How beautiful wow. is this? Is this the fucking I, I, most beautiful fucking thing? Yeah, but I think if if you're like me and you, are pretty genuine with most people, maybe too genuine with most people, too tender. It's I. It's just this idea of not taking your life or the people around you for granted. To remember, ah, someday we're going to be separated. This is, we're not going to have this experience, right. you know. And it's you know it's coming up a lot for me on this trip because I'm with this group of awesome people that I I will not be uh-huh. seeing again in in probably. Th- I mean, maybe I'll run into them down the line, or maybe we continue traveling or something. But it will not be this exact situation, this group. And so I'm, I'm very familiar with this airport state of mind. Yeah, I could see where you're in that situation right now. But during the normal day, way, days in LA, do you feel that way? No, I feel very, um, yeah, very like what he was describing. This very mundane, you know, repetitive thing where you just see the days go on and on and on so you know what one time i went through a period of time where i just would make random phone calls to someone i haven't talked to in a long time and just acted like i had just talked to them yesterday i love that anyway this is um just what i've been thinking a lot about and i encourage everyone just to remind yourself this too shall pass so let us um... how about how about this why don't you say to yourself Live every day as if it's your last. Okay, that too. All right, that's Cam's offers. That was pretty good, Cam. Yeah, I know it's a fucking good one. I can tell when it's a good one. Yeah, you, yeah. Lately, you've been hitting some good ones. Right. You're being very philosophical lately. Thank you. All right. Well, we've reached the end of the show. I want to thank everyone who's made this possible, yeah. especially the sneaky freaks on Patreon. If you would like to give us a gift, you're enjoying this show, please join us at patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. It's our favorite way for you to, to support us. You can send us $5 a month. It will really help us out. Shows that you care. And it allows us to record in a cool uh, recording studio in Buenos Aires. How about that? Instead of the Nokia cameras that we were accused of using. That's right. I also want to thank everyone who has left us a rating and review. That also really helps us. And please share this with a friend. Mother. And as I said before, join us on TikTok because then you'll really get to see the creme de la creme. That's it. You want to sing about mom? And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and moaning during your massages. There you go. Moaning during your massages. Okay. All right. We love you all. Love you. Bye. Bye. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.